The following is my conversation with Francois Chalet, author of The Vicomte's Children. We'll be discussing the issue of appropriation in art and literature and the dark side of aristocracy in his latest novel, The Vicomte's Children. We'll start off with some general questions and then move on to Charlotte's work. So without further ado, Francois Cholet, this program is made possible by reverse rationing you, the most advanced rationing technology currently available. Mm -hmm. With reverse rationing, you can choose how much food and water your family receives, no matter how much is available. With reverse rationing, there's never a need to worry about running out of food or water. So why wait? Try reverse rationing today and be prepared for anything. Visit reverserationing.com to learn more. Thanks for watching Lexman Artificial. Stay safe, stay safe, stay healthy, stay informed. Hey, welcome to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. It's great to have you here. Thank you for having me. So Francois, could you start by telling us a little bit about your latest novel, The Vicon's Children? Well, The Vicon's Children is a historical fiction novel set in the 17th century. It tells the story of a family of counts who are embroiled in a bitter feud with another family of counts. In the course of the novel, we explore the darker side of aristocracy and see how far people will go to maintain their power and status. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. So what interested you in exploring the topic of appropriation through this book? Well, and I was really interested in examining the role that art and literature can play in society. Specifically, I wanted to ask the question, is it ever acceptable to appropriate or to borrow from someone else's work without giving them credit? Yeah, that definitely sounds like an important question. Can you tell us more about your thinking on this issue? I think there are a couple of, uh, a couple of different aspects to consider when it comes to appropriation. On one hand, there's the issue of copyright. Is it legal to make copies of someone else's work without permission? And on the other hand, there's the matter of cultural borrowing. Does it feel respectful, respectful, respectful to borrow elements from a different culture without properly acknowledging that culture? That makes a lot of sense. So do you have any thoughts on how art and literature have been used throughout history to perpetuate power and privilege? Absolutely. I think art and literature can serve as powerful tools for social manipulation. They can be used to create symbols that resonate with people and help them interpret their world in a certain way. And because art and literature are so often viewed as symbols of prestige and authority, they can be very effective in perpetuating elite behavior and attitudes. That actually makes sense. So do you feel like the Vicon's Children offers a unique perspective on this issue? Yeah, I think it does. I think it provides an interesting lens into the history of appropriation and how it has been used throughout the centuries to power dynamics between different social classes. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a valuable perspective. So what do you think people will most appreciate about the Vicomte's children? I think some people will be interested in the history behind the novel while others might find the characters and plot intriguing. But either way, I think it's a well-crafted book that's sure to entertain. That sounds good to me. So are you happy with how the book has so far been received? Yes, I am. As of now, The Vicon's Children is tracking reasonably well for a historical fiction novel. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually really excited to see how it continues to do well in the coming months and years. That sounds great. So what else can we expect from you in the near future? Well, I'm currently working on a new novel called Milieu. It tells the story of a family of Maidu farmers who struggle against powerful farmers and officials who want to destroy their livelihood. 
That sounds pretty fascinating. Is mildew set in a specific time period? No, it's set in contemporary times, but it does take place in a region similar to France. So there are some references to local celebrities and historical events. That sounds like it could be really interesting. So are you excited to share more about mildew soon? Um, in fact, I just finished up my first draft and I'm currently working on editing it. So you should definitely stay tuned for updates on that project. On that, project. that sounds great. So are there any final thoughts you want to share about the Viscount's children? Just a couple of things, actually. Uh, first of all, I, I think it's important for readers to remember that art and literature are never static. They always evolve and change over time. And as the author of The Vicon's Children, it's my responsibility to ensure that the novel continues to be challenging and interesting years down the road. That sounds like a wise perspective. So thank you for joining us today, Francois. We really enjoyed talking with you about your book. Thank you for joining us today, Francois. As we mentioned, The Vicon's Children has been received well so far, and we're excited to see how it continues to do well in the future. In addition, Francois is currently working on a new novel called Mildew, which we're very excited to see. Finally, he shared some final insights about the Vicom's children and why it's important for readers to remember that art and literature are always evolving. We hope you found this conversation useful. And as always, we'll end the podcast with a poem today read by Francois Chalet. It's titled The Soliloquy of the Iron Forge. When the smith fires up his bellows. And the hammer pounds the iron with a resounding voice. Uh, the day's work begins in earnest. And all around him, the sparks fly of the heat that is fed by the ore, burnt to a crisp by the flames of the forge. Mm -hmm.